Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and we have news today on this episode. Before we get to the news, I do want to thank a listener. Darwin passed along a episode of AutoLine After Hours, and the folks on that show sat down with Sandy Monroe and Corey Steuben, hopefully I'm saying his name right, of Monroe and Associates, Associates. I definitely didn't say that right. And they spent nearly two hours talking about Tesla's master plan, part three. This was an incredibly educational episode. Like these are four people that know auto manufacturing in and out. And they had nothing but good things to say about Tesla's new plan for their next gen platform. Uh, I'm going to put a link in the show notes, but I would highly suggest that anybody interested in this stuff listens to it because I learned a lot. I'm actually going to have to go back and make notes for future reference. That's how much I learned. All right, let's go ahead and jump into our EV news. Aptera received a $21 million grant from the California Energy Commission. This should help Aptera get through their production. So that's good for them because they were on the on the verge of not being able to start production with the money that they had in the bank. And we now have images of the Kia EV9. It's a seven-seater SUV. It looks great. You can definitely tell that it's a Kia just by looking at the exterior shots. The interior setup is very similar to the EV6 or the Hyundai Ioniq 5 in terms of the infotainment instrument, instrument cluster and where those are positioned. It has two 12.3-inch touchscreens, Limited buttons and knobs, but there are buttons and knobs on in the photos that we saw. And then it has charging points throughout the cabin, so you can charge your phone or iPad or whatever tablet you're using. It's going to be built on Hyundai's eGMP 800-volt platform. The second-row captain seats will actually turn 180 degrees, so the folks in the second row can look at the folks in the third row and everybody can get motion sick. It's not It's not just the folks that are getting limited air in the third row. Everybody gets motion sick in this configuration. All I can imagine was everybody in the back of the car basically throwing up on each other. It starts with one, and then the entire car is just puking all over each other. So uh, besides that, I think this is going to be a really nice car. 
Amazon is the largest shareholder in Rivian. Rivian is exclusively building their EV delivery trucks for Amazon. They're going to build 100,000 in total for Amazon. This year, Amazon only needs about 10,000 Rivian delivery trucks. 10,000 delivery vans is not a good enough number for Rivian, and now Rivian wants an open relationship. As you can imagine, Rivian would like to stay in business, and it is renegotiating their contract with Amazon so that they can sell these electric delivery vans to other companies, and it sounds like Amazon is on board. In this kind of relationship, I've heard communication is key. Rivian says that they will continue to work closely with Amazon, and they are navigating a changing economic climate similar to many companies. Sticking with Rivian news, Rivian is expected to deliver thousands of EVs over the next few months. Reservation holders will receive notifications for them to customize their order, which they will be able to choose the color, the powertrain, and any accessories that they want, and Rivian has some great accessories. After finalizing the details, reservation holders can expect to take delivery of their truck or SUV in one to four months. However, there's a caveat. If you order a dual motor or max battery pack, or if you order some vegan leather options, you'll have to wait longer than four months to receive your vehicle. Volkswagen just gave us a glimpse of their new EV. It's called the ID2 All, which is a terrible name. Uh, the ID2 All is just a concept, and hopefully the name is just a concept as well, but it'll hit the market in 2025. It's sized between a Volkswagen Polo and a Volkswagen Golf, so it's going to be a smaller car, although because it doesn't have a motor or a transmission or anything like that, will have a spacious interior. It's built on the MEB platform. I looked, it didn't specifically say that it was built on the MEB Plus platform, which is their next platform, so it looks like this is older technology. It'll be front-wheel drive. The range is really impressive, 450 kilometers or 280 miles, 150 kilowatts of fast charging. So this is pretty good. And the price is 25,000 euros or $26,400. Now, I say dollars just for the folks that live here in the United States because it's not likely coming to the United States. It's probably just going to stay in Europe, maybe Asia and uh, the UK. So sorry, North America. You don't get everything, North America. But if that deal sounds too good to be true with the ID2 all, hold on to your hats because VW has announced that they are going to manufacture a ID1, which is smaller than the ID2 all. If Volkswagen is to be believed, and I don't have any reason not to believe them, the ID1 will have a range of 250 miles and a starting price of 20,000 euros or $21,000. Again, not likely to show up here in the United States. We have a few more VW Group stories for you. Volkswagen Group will build a battery cell factory in St. Thomas, Ontario, which of course is in Canada. In order to obtain the raw materials, VW will invest in mines. They're getting you know similar vertical, um, I want to say vertical ventilation because <laughs> that's a firefighter thing, vertical integration uh, as Tesla Production is set to start at the battery plant in 2027, so we have a few years before we start seeing cells being built there. VW will sell these battery cells and other ones to Ford and other automakers. And speaking of Ford, Ford will show off its new 
uh, MEB platform based SUV uh, next week, depending on when you listen to it, it might be this week. So if you don't know, Ford and Volkswagen had a partnership or they have a partnership, they didn't dissolve it. And Ford is going to be building some of their smaller vehicles on the MEB platform, which is uh, Volkswagen's platform. So on March 21st or March 23rd, I can't quite remember which day, one of those days we'll be hearing from Ford and their new announcement on their SUV. Ford plans on building 1.2 million vehicles based on the MEB platform. So that's not an insignificant number. (laughs) So it's a lot. I wonder how long that partnership will last, but still, the 1.2 million is a is a commitment for sure. All right, and that concludes our EV news. Before we get to our Tesla news, I just want to do a really quick plug here. If you like what we're doing with this show, consider going to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or go to Acast Plus, which there'll be links in the show notes so you can support the show. Um, I only ask for a dollar a month, which is pretty reasonable, and you get no ads for a dollar a month. If you're interested, like I said, links in the show notes, and that's as far as I'm going to go with that. Let's jump into our Tesla news. FSD beta version 11 is on its way to beta testers, and if you haven't already got it, that's okay, because Tesla does these rolling updates where they roll it out to a few people, and if that goes well, then they roll it out to a larger group, and so on and so forth. The FSD beta program has 400,000 participants in North America, and I know for sure Canada and the United States have uh, FSD beta testers. I don't know if Mexico does or not, but still, pretty impressive number here in North America. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg Uh, He doesn't think Tesla calling their ADAS, which is Advanced Driver Assistant System, autopilot makes sense. Now, here in the United States, we call Secretary Pete Mayor Pete uh, because he was the mayor of a town in Indiana prior to running for president and then became secretary. Anyway, enough of American politics. Uh, We'll call him Secretary Pete. Uh, Secretary Pete was interviewed by Bloomberg News and had this to say about autopilot. I wouldn't call something autopilot if the manual explicitly says that you have to have your hands on the wheel and the eyes on the road all at all times, Buttigieg said. And he goes on to clarify here, that's not saying anything about the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration scope of investigation. I'm just saying at a common sense level, I think it's that's a concern. So... I don't have a subscription to Bloomberg, so I wasn't actually able to read this article. Uh, So I'm just going to have to take, uh, I think it was Electric is where I got it. I have to take their word for it. That's the excerpt they they took out of it. I don't get, I don't get, the show doesn't make enough money to have a Bloomberg (laughs) subscription. Uh, Let's see here. The federal government has now allocated two and a half billion dollars in grants to install Uh, EV chargers in underserved areas of the United States. The grant has two different tracks to it. The first is a community uh, program tract, which is, that's the underserved part. And then the other part is the corridor program, which focuses on highways. Now you may be asking yourself, well, that's not specifically Tesla news. Why is he saying this? Well, (laughs) 
This is Tesla news. Tesla has said no thank you to grants from the state of California. Tesla turned down uh, the California Energy Commission's Clean Transportation Program EV Charging Program, which is a lot to say. We'll just say the CEC for now on, because they didn't want to comply with the payment infrastructure requirements. The CEC also requires 50% of charge points have CCS connectors. Tesla's doing that uh, with the Magic Dock and all that stuff. Uh, but I don't think the CCS uh, requirement was the deal breaker for Tesla. For, for Tesla to get $6 million, that's not a lot of money to them. Um, and then implementing the requirement re- required payment system that the state of California wants them to implement could cost them a significant amount of money. And Tesla already has a system in place which is through their app. So you can do that. If you own a Tesla, you can pay through your car or through the app. And if you are a non-Tesla owner, you can charge your car and just pay through the app. So I can see why Tesla would be like, you know what, this isn't worth it to us. Supercharger version four has the potential to be twice as powerful as the previous generation supercharger. Tesla officially deployed the first V4 superchargers in the Netherlands on March 15th. The sticker on the back of one of the superchargers showed the rated voltage at 1,000 volts and 615 amps. According to Electrek, the total max output that could be delivered is 600 kilowatts. V3 capped at 250 kilowatts, according to Electric. And notice I said according to, that's because I have no idea if this is the case or not. Uh, Fred Lambert is a really good journalist. I have no reason not to believe him. Uh, if you want to take advantage of this 600 kilowatts, however, your car needs to be able to accept that charge. So if, if your car can accept 50 kilowatts, that's all you're going to get. You're not going to get 600. Tesla has said that they want to build 1 million EVs at Giga Berlin. And environmentalists are a little um, concerned because of the amount of water that Tesla would need to build these EVs. That's That's been a concern of the environmentalists in that part of the world since Tesla started, amongst other things. But Tesla, before they started produ- uh, building the Gigafactory, they had calculated uh, what they would need for water. And it turns out they're not going to use any more than what they calculated in their earlier plans. So Tesla can build a million EVs. They're not going to use any more water than they said they were going to use when they first started the project. So right now, Giga Berlin produces less than 500,000 EVs per year, but I don't think they're too far away from that number, 500,000. So the the news here is is Tesla can produce a million and use the amount of water that they said that they were going to use when they started building the factory. I think we can all agree that Tesla doesn't love the idea of people repairing their own vehicles or taking it to a third-party independent uh, mechanic shop to have their Tesla uh, repaired. I, don't, I think we can all agree that they're not big fans of that. Tesla has now been hit with a pair of lawsuits from the same person that allege that Tesla deliberately designs its vehicles, warranties, and repair policies to discourage owners from using independent shops outside of Tesla's control. According to the lawsuit, owners are forced to pay more for Tesla repairs. Now, I know because I just took my car to a repair shop, everything's expensive right now and mechanics are not getting any cheaper, so I have no idea if Tesla's shop rates are fair or not. So I don't know if that's true. The 
The lawsuits also mention that when you take your car to Tesla, there's really long wait times for your car to be fixed. Now, Tesla owns their own shops or they have these third-party shops that they, they have partnerships with. But Tesla has a hard time getting a hold of parts for their own shops to fix the cars, much less, you know, some independent shop that has no connection with with Tesla. And Tesla has no incentive to speed up that process. So they could slow down everything if they really wanted to. I think everyone has the right to repair an item that they've purchased. I don't think that if you purchase a car, you're just, you know, purchasing the license and you don't own your car. You should if you want to replace the entire battery pack, you should have the right to do that with Tesla's official parts, diagnostic tools, and repair manuals. Now, that doesn't mean Tesla needs to give them to you for free, but you should be able to do that, even if it means you burn down your house. Like, you bought that car, you have the right to repair that car, or take it to a trusted mechanic to have them replace the battery or whatever needs to be done. If these lawsuits are successful, then Tesla would have to loosen their grip on service and repair. And as a side note here, this is totally my opinion, so take it for an opinion, not a fact. I don't think Tesla cares about the money that they make off of their service. I don't think it's a lot of money for them. I don't think they're um, relying on it to be a lot of money for them. I think they don't want people to repair their own vehicles because Tesla will be blamed if something goes wrong. So if you replace your own brakes for some reason and one of the wheels comes off, Tesla's going to be blamed for that. If you replace the, the battery in your car and your car catches on fire and burns down the house, then Tesla is the one that's going to be judged in the court of, a, of public opinion, not the person who replaced the battery. And I think Tesla just wants to steer clear of that. Again, I could be wrong. This is my opinion. But I, I, I just never got the feeling listening to all of Tesla's earnings calls and all of the events that Tesla has that they put any emphasis on service as a moneymaker. Service is there to keep cars up and running, but I don't get the feeling, again, that they rely on Tesla, uh, Tesla service to actually make the company money. Now, uh, dealerships get a lot of money from their service department, right? I don't think Tesla's going on uh, off that model. All right, let's end the show by talking about Cybertruck. Tesla is ramping up hiring for the uh, Cybertruck production. Electric says that Tesla has one and a half million reservations, which is insane. Um, I've I've gone to the where are you at in your reservation, and I'm in somewhere in the top five hundred thousand. If you're to, if you were to believe that website, twenty twenty three Tesla's going to produce tens of thousands probably in the low tens of thousands uh, Cybertrucks. In 2024, they might hit 100,000. So maybe I might see my truck in 2025, which is a long way out. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I'm not that patient. I've been patient for a long time. Uh, I'm not. Six years, I think, is when Tesla announced the Cybertruck. I don't. Uh, yeah, six years in 2025. <sighs> anyway. Enough of my frustrations. Tesla has seven Cybertruck-related jobs in the paint shop. That doesn't mean that they're only hiring seven people for those positions. Like, they're hiring multiple people in the paint shop. 
and they just happen to have seven positions with that title. Four jobs in stamping, a smattering of supervisor roles. And here's the thing, with Cybertruck start ready to start production in a few months, I don't know why we've heard so little about it. Like, we should have heard more about it by this time. I'm just saying, like, we got a whole rundown of what the truck could and couldn't do in 2019. Why don't we know what's going on with this truck a few months before production? Well, Tesla shareholder Matthew Dunnigan Ryan says that he talked to multiple Tesla execs and they gave him some details on the Cybertruck. He talked to them at the uh, Investor Day, which happened a couple of weeks ago, where Elon unveiled Master Plan 3, or Tesla did. Matthew passed some of this information along to the community via his YouTube channel. And I'm going to give you a few of the highlights. I do want you to take everything with a grain of salt because Tesla has made no official statements. And we don't know if this guy is just trying to get views, which I don't think he is, or if um, he's they're genuine. And I don't know if they are. So take it for what it's worth. I'm just going to give you three quick ones. Uh, the vehicle itself is going to be 5% smaller than the prototype. They say approximately the size of an F-150 Raptor. Raptor which means uh, the truck is going to be one and a half inches shorter, two and a half inches narrower, but that doesn't um, decrease the bed size because the bed size will actually be six inches longer. The front row of the uh, Cybertruck was supposed to have three seats. That's a no-go. We will not, no longer have three seats. There's no mid-gate. If you don't know what a mid-gate is, it's like the, the back of the cab folds down and it extends the bed. The mid-gate's not going to happen. The rear window will roll down, though. The center infotainment screen will be an enormous 18.5-inch display. That's really big. The second row will have a small display in the back, just like uh, they do for the Model S and the Model X, the newer Model S's and X's. The steering wheel is a combination of a round wheel and a yoke, so that's interesting. Talks a little bit about the dual motor and tri-motor. He says that Tesla will offer a dual motor version and a performance model. Now, we don't know if the performance model will be tri-motor or quad motor. Um, in the article, Fred Lambert says that uh, it'll probably be a tri-motor because it's more economical for Tesla over a quad motor. But who knows? Elon says things, and even if it doesn't make sense, they still put that stuff in there. And then all models will come with rear wheel steering, which will do that crab mode that everybody loves. There's also a Cybertruck accessories team, and they are tasked with developing in-house accessories for the Cybertruck. So that must actually, that sounds like the coolest job. Um, and that is it. That last story, listen, I, I can't emphasize this enough. That's a that's a fun story. We don't know if it's true. So when you're talking to your friends and you're talking about Cybertruck, keep that in mind. If you repeat anything back, you just, just let them know like, hey, this is what one person heard from Tesla execs. I have no idea if this is true or not because we don't need a lot of misinformation out there. There's already a ton. Okay. All right, everybody. That is it for me this episode. I hope you all have a wonderful week. If you want to email me, you can email me at Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. You can find me on Twitter at 918digital. 
And this Tuesday, we'll be listening to Stellantis's uh, earnings call. Only the 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 electric vehicle parts. Now I might be surprised because I haven't listened to it yet as the time as of this recording. But my guess is that they don't talk a whole lot about their electric vehicles, so it might be a short one. I could be wrong. I don't have high hopes. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you on Tuesday. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.